I just want to tell everyone that's had a part in all of these lives, uh, thank you. Um, you don't realize you don't realize how important the the foundation is that these kids have going into you know each year more and more liberal thinking and teaching and I'm just so thankful I'm thankful for all of you teachers that have invested that have given the last few month, last few weeks I've been preaching on making an investment into our kids and into each other and how important that is um, that we continue to pour in godly truths, biblical truths into our children to, to create a foundation that they're able to stand on. Because I'm going to tell you, these that just have walked up here for, for college, they're going to hear stuff that goes against this book. I'm telling you, there is a movement, and it hadn't just started, but there is a movement to get rid of this book and to, to twist this book to make it what it's not. Huh? You know, we're living in the age. What's, what's it called? I, I don't even... Um, true, the, the new thing. Well, that too, Gippy. But the um, AI, what is that? What's the artificial... Okay, artificial intelligence. And they're already talking about rewriting this. Okay, they're already talking about artificial intelligence of rewriting this to fit their agenda. That's why it's important for you and I to give back to us who have been trained, to us who have been taught all of these years. And I'm not, being, I'm not talking about being trained in college. I'm talking about being trained in Sunday school. I'm talking about being trained in, in godliness and holiness, in the truths of God's Word. It's why it's important for you not to get old and thinking in your mind, you're going to get old in your body, but don't get old in your mind that you don't think you're not worthy and you're not able to pour back into children truth that they need to know. Amen? Yeah. Take every opportunity to teach truth. They're going to get the faults. But again, I'm thankful for the foundations that's been built around here. I, re I reference Miss Jean a lot. You know, but that dear old saint gave her life to teaching children truth. And teaching most of us. Amen? I was 23 when I came here. Been here a couple years. And, you know... And she didn't teach me in class, but she taught me by example. Huh? Yeah. And I'm grateful for the Miss Jeans. And she's not the only one. There's been plenty come, you know. But, but I'm telling you, keep praying and keep pouring and keep living by example to your children. That they may know that there, there is a God and that they know, know truth and a foundation that they can stand upon when they stand in a, in a, like I had to do, when they stand in, in, a, in a college classroom and, and the professor wants to start talking about how we used to have tails. No. There, there, there ought to be something inside of them that they've learned from Sunday school, that they've learned at home, 
that they've learned in just being around you that that don't even sound right and it causes something inside of me to rise up. And if your kids don't go and they hear that junk and something inside of them doesn't rise up, we failed. I didn't say you failed, I said we failed. We failed as a church, we failed as parents, we failed all the way around. This ain't what I'm preaching on today. Just give me a minute. I'll be through. I'll get over it. But I'm telling you, we're living in days that, that the enemy, Kim's right, he's roaring and he's screaming and he's doing everything that he can to take these children. And the sad part about it is we're living in a country that's supporting half of this. It's important what we do here, folks. We just can't come to church. We can't just be Sunday morning show-uppers. It's got to be a lifestyle. It's got to be a heart change. I love that, that, that football coach in Washington. said, no, I'm going to pray on the 50-yard line. They said, we're going to take your job. We're going to take your retirement. We're taking everything from you. Take it. But after every ball game, I'm going out on the middle of that field and I'm kneeling down. And he didn't invite nobody. He didn't tell his team he had, they had to. No, there's just something about Jesus that draws people. And when people stand up, stand up for the Lord of Lords and the King of Kings, there's going to always be a drawing to it. And the world hates that. But he knelt down after every ball game. And on September the 1st, the Supreme Court says you're going to give him his job back. And on September the 1st, he's going where? He's headed to the 50-yard line. And he's going to kneel again and thank God for standing for, for bringing that, that to pass. Amen? Yeah. Hallelujah. Tell me to go in my closet. Y'all need to get out of the closet. Because y'all ain't praying in the closet. Folks, I'm going to tell you, we're going to have to, we, 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 we got to, we're going to have to rise up. It's your children. It's their future. It's their minds. Let this mind be in Katie Mitchell that was also in Christ Jesus. Let this mind be in Lincoln Blankenship that was also in Christ Jesus. Let this mind be in Cain Blankenship that was also in Christ Jesus. Shane Blankenship. I name all my children. Let this mind be in Sean LaFranc as he goes into college. Thank God for foundations. Thank God for, for teachers. Miss Vicky said that. Spent a hundred years in the youth department teaching children. She ain't that old. Yeah, man, thank you. Thank you for giving to the Lord. You remember the old song? Thank you for giving to the Lord. I was a life that was changed. Yeah, thank you for giving to the Lord. Amen. Amen. I got to get to my sermon. Got you on the front row. You look good up there. Kim was about to preach my message, and we haven't, have we talked this, we ain't talked this week, have we? I didn't tell her what I was preaching on. But she's up here trying to preach my message. 
Listen, look at the title. Look at the title. Kingdom people always rise. Think about it. Think about it. Kingdom people. Not just those who go to church every blue moon. Those who have some form of godliness. No, no. The Bible speaks that. I'm not speaking to it this morning. I'm not here to condemn you. I'm just here to encourage you that if you want to always rise, you need to be a kingdom person. You need to lock into the kingdom of God. Kingdom people always rise. Now, it doesn't say kingdom people will not have issues. It doesn't say that. It says kingdom people, though they're not down, will get up. Amen? There's something greater inside of kingdom people that causes us to get back up. Proverbs chapter 24, I think. I can remember my scriptures. Yes, 24, 16. For a righteous man, a kingdom man, a kingdom woman, may fall seven times and rise again. But the wicked shall fall by calamity. I want you to look at that first part. For a righteous man or woman, child, those who have a foundation, those who've been taught, oh yes, they're going to fall. Yes, they're going to mess up. But when they mess up, they get up. Why? Because something's inside of them. Something's inside. It's called the kingdom of God. And it causes them to rise. Amen? Yeah, it causes them to rise. The next few weeks, I'm going to be preaching on this and just different stories, different illustrations from the Bible, parables, different ones, whatever. (coughs) Excuse me. But with the basis of this that you may fall, and we do, for all, for all, for all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. So that includes us all, amen? Amen. Everybody in here. Everybody in here. They may fall seven times, but they rise up. I want to look at the story of Joseph this morning. I may preach on him for a couple of weeks. I'm not sure. But I want to look at Joseph. And I just want to look at some scriptures real quick. And, um, and, and we'll, we'll conclude it maybe next week. But let's just look at some scriptures. Genesis chapter 20, I mean chapter 37. Now Israel loved Joseph more than all his children because he was the son of his old age. Be careful. Be careful. Say, we're too old to have children. Be careful. Be careful. Just throwing out, just trying to get you to laugh a little bit. Also, he made him a tunic of many colors. But he made him a coat of many colors. But when his brothers saw that their father loved him more than all of his brothers, they hated him and could not speak peacefully. To him. Listen. Listen. 
Jealousy is an awful thing. You hear me? Jealousy is an awful thing. Jealousy leads to anger. Anger leads to bitterness. Bitterness leads to murder. Was it Abel? Jealousy caused him to do what? Kill his brother? Huh? Joseph's brothers, Joseph's brothers see what daddy's done for him, and daddy didn't do that for me. And jealousy, look what it says there. They began to hate him. And they could not even speak. Here's Joseph. Let's move on. Because I've got to get to the last scripture. And his brothers envied him. Look where, look where it goes. Listen to me. Listen to me. And I don't want to camp out here. But your jealousy, if you don't deal with these issues, kingdom people deal with their stuff. Because we know that jealousy is not of the Father. Being envy is not of the Father. When's the last time you were happy for somebody that got something more than you got? Being blessed. Oh, the Lord just blessed them. When's the last time you got excited about that? They didn't deserve that. What words came out of your... Were they kingdom words? Or or was there a little bit of... mm, 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 mm. Huh? His brother envied him. They envied him. When's the last time you got excited when God blessed somebody else? Man, I'm happy. I'm happy for you. Don't let jealousy, don't let jealousy slip in the back door. Okay? It will rot your bones. Because listen, the enemy never leaves you in one spot. He wants you to get jealous, and then he wants you to get angry. He wants you to get bitter. He wants you to get all of those things. Yeah, moving right along real quick. Now when they saw him afar off, even he came near them, they conspired. See, see this trend going? They conspired to kill him. Go ahead on. Come therefore, let us kill him and cast him into some pit. And we shall say, now a line gets involved. It never stops. When you start that slippery slope, whatever it is, it never stops. We can just say we killed him. Some beast has devoured him. We shall see. He told him about his dreams. You read the story. Go home and study Genesis 37. We'll see what becomes of his dreams. Oh man, just bitter. Go ahead on, Lisa. 
But, where's Ronnie Ramsey? There he is up there. But, read it. Read it. That's enough. Do it again. The Lord. <laughs> Kingdom people always rise. You know the story, and for time's sake, I'll move on. His brother Reuben steps to the plate and says, no, we're not going to kill him. We'll take his jacket, we'll do it in his coat, and we'll mess it with blood, we'll put him in the pit. You know the story, they sold him into Egypt. But the Lord, the Lord, the Lord was with Joseph. Kingdom people always rise up. Go ahead, Lisa. Next verse. Oh, you got. So Joseph found favor in his sight. This is after he'd been sold and served him. Then he made him, and this is this this is this is Potiphar. And I'm moving way ahead in the story. Joseph found favor in his sight and served him. Then he made him overseer of his house and all that he had under his authority. Why? Because kingdom people always rise. The Lord was with him. No weapon formed against me is going to prosper. Amen? Yeah. <coughs> Jealousy, hatred, anger, Murder, all of those things tried to present themselves. But the Lord was with Joseph. And the Bible says that God is no respecter of person. If he'll do it for Joseph, he'll do it for Rodney. If he'll do it for Rodney, he'll do it for you. Amen? Yeah. Next verse. So it was from that time that he made him overseer of his house and all that he had, that the Lord... Bless the Egyptian's house. For whose sake? For Joseph's sake. What did we talk about last week for last? William preached last week, done an awesome job. What did we talk about? For David's sake, after 305 years after David was dead, the Bible says that the Lord said to, I think it was to Solomon, if I remember right, to Solomon, because of David, wasn't Solomon, because that'd be too too quick, but forget who it was. But because of David's sake, I'm going to bless you. Look, the Lord blessed the Egyptian. Why? Because Joseph brought something to the table. Look what he says there. And the blessings of the Lord was on all that he had in the house and in the field. Everything. And there was one scripture, I may have left it off, but but. But that the Egyptian, he recognized, he recognized what was in Joseph. He recognized. So, so what you do, what you do during the week, what you do throughout, you're in front of, we talked about being an example to your children, that they have a strong foundation. Yeah, they recognize. That man recognized something in Joseph. And he said, I reckon, that's why he put him in charge. That's why he put him over everything. Because he recognized the Lord is on his life. 
Kingdom people always rise up. Will we fall? Yes. May fall seven times. But we don't stay there. We get up. Life doesn't always go right. Life doesn't always go feel good right. But we get up. Oh, you, you, you do that Christianity thing because you want a crutch. No, no. We go through hard times too. We walk through storms too. But like the song said, the storm still knows my daddy's name. And my daddy will never leave me. My daddy will never forsake me. And through it all, I've learned to trust in Jesus. Through it all, I've learned to lean upon His name. Through it all. Through it all. That's what I want our kids to go back to school with. That's what I want these college kids to go through school with. That there's a foundation. I'm a kingdom man. I'm a kingdom woman. And I may fall, but I'm going to get up. I'm going to get up. Kingdom people, get up. Joseph, read the end of the story. And I may read it next. I may go into it next week. But the end of the story is that God blessed all the days of Joseph. And He blessed his family and his family and his family. Why? Because Joseph was a kingdom man. He didn't play church. It wasn't something he done for social. You know, how many times I've heard that. Oh man, you go, you know, go, go to Johnny back here. Man, go to church. They, they, you know, you can get a lot of jobs at the church. You know, in other words, use it for their benefit. For so, no, no, that ain't what this is about. This is about living a lifestyle. This is about giving, a, giving your heart to the Lord Jesus Christ. This is about giving your life to the Lord Jesus. This is like signing up for the army of the Lord. Committing your life to the one who gave his life so that you could have life. Amen? Amen. Amen. Stand together. So the question this morning is, who are you? Who are you? Who are you? Are you kingdom? Are you a kingdom person? Are you committed? Have you committed your life to Christ? The Bible says you are not your own, for you've been bought with a price. Have you given your life to Christ? Have you given your life? Are you sold out? Kingdom people rise up. The wicked will fall by their calamity. But kingdom people keep getting back up. It's not always easy. But get up. Get up. Bow your head and close your eyes. Father, your book is filled with your children going through trials and tribulations. And Lord, as we say many times, there's a lot of that we don't understand. 
And God probably never will. But that's okay. You're still daddy, and I'm still the son. And that's not going to change. And I choose this day to be the son. I don't want to be the daddy. I want to be a son. And I want to submit my life to you. To walk in your and under your authority. Thank you for choosing me. And you can pray this prayer too. Thank you for choosing me to be your son. And let this mind be in Rodney that was also in Christ Jesus. I need wisdom. I need every attribute that you have. I need patience. I need long-suffering. I need kindness. I need all of those things in my life. You agree with that? Give me more, Father. Give me more. If you're here this morning and you've never, you've never accepted, you've never asked Jesus, you've never committed your life to Jesus. Brother, I don't even understand what you're talking about. Please don't leave. If you want to know, if the Holy Spirit's drawing you, you won't leave. You can't leave. If the Holy Spirit's drawing you. And I pray you don't leave here this morning without knowing and beginning a journey. Man, this has been an awesome journey. I'd hate for you to miss it. Don't leave the house of God if you don't know Him this morning as your, as your Savior. If you don't know Him as your Father, you may know Him as God, but have you ever experienced Him as Papa? Man, I'd love to tell you. There's others here that would love to tell you how to experience Him as Papa. Don't leave without it. Father, thank You for the morning. We bless our children. Tonight as we go and pray over the schools, we bless that ground. We plead the blood of Jesus over the school grounds this afternoon, Father. And for this year, for colleges, wherever, God, the blood of Jesus... In Jesus' name, amen. amen? Amen. To our guests, God bless you. Thank you for coming. Thank you. I hope you felt at home. Go and have an awesome, awesome day. We love you. God bless you.